Blog Talk Radio. Cheese on the podcast. Boxing Podcast Main Show coming at you live Sunday, June 10th. Maybe you know my days be off all the time. June 10th, 2018. I know your people listening probably looking for RC's voice, but no, RC's a party guy. And uh, you know, so we got a few things going on. Hopefully, you can call in. I think we said that last last show. Uh, but he didn't. But this, it was a good week of boxing. And I know the boxing world would like to hear from R.C., so hopefully we get to hear from him later on. Um, man, had a great, great weekend of boxing. Four, maybe five, you know, not good fights, but with the hype of the fights and how the fights actually went down, we had some pretty good, pretty good boxing. Of this weekend, and it uh, and it all started over there in the UK when we had a young brother over there and show everybody why America, why America is the best when it comes to any kind of athleticism, skill, boxing, or anything like that. But you know, that's neither here nor there. Um, hopefully, we get a few guys to call in. Like I said, RC hit us with the last minute, with the last minute move. Um, but I think we do have our guy, a world traveler. I think it's, uh might be out there in the in the UK now. So like my man uh, Maurice Hooker, Janelle is out there in the UK doing his thing. I don't know what he's doing, training, fighting. Trying to holler at some hoes. Who knows? But Janelle, <laughs> what's popping, man? What's popping on the other side of the pond, bro? I live above. I feel that, man. I'm just, I'm just enjoying myself. I love it out here. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Uh, what you got going on out there? Uh, basically, I'm training. I met up with a few promoters and stuff. And uh, Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. I met up with a few promoters. Um, I met up with a few promoters, just doing my thing, man. A future, a future's looking good. I got a few business deals coming about here, you know. You know, um, I'm about to open up one of my um, uh, businesses. I actually expand uh, globally now. Just building, man, building. You know. Yeah, I dig that, man. Yeah, hey, sounds like you got the plan, man. But uh. Let's go ahead and get into this boxing now. You know, me and you talked last Wednesday. That was just last Wednesday. And I told you how I think you were disrespecting this young American named Bud Crawford. You know, you're telling I knew us that was coming. how. I knew that was coming. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you knew it was coming because, you know, you, and, not, and, and you weren't the only one, but there's a lot of people who, for some reason, thought just because. Jeff Horn got to manhandle an old ass non royal Manny Pacquiao that he could do the same thing. Hey, I think it's gonna win though. I said both. No, 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 you said it's gonna be a tough fight. Yeah, yeah, you said that. You said at some point that Horn was gonna be looking good, muscling him around, right? But that never happened. Uh, uh, Crawford. Well, hey, let me set up the fight anyway. I'm sorry, we uh, we went to the noise talking before, but if if anybody didn't know. Bud Crawford went up to welterweight uh, to fight Jeff Horn, who had the WBO 
uh, championship that uh, this is going to be a second defense. Uh, they were out there in Las Vegas. Uh, Bud Crawford was a heavy under uh, was a heavy um, favorite um, in the fight, so it wasn't any kind of upset of him um, stopping Jeff Horn. I believe in the ninth round. Um, but the the fashion that he did it in is what surprised a lot of people. Not me, but it surprised a lot of people. You know, uh, Jeff Horn, who I think is 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 the real deal. I'm talking about an all-time great. You know, uh, I wasn't surprised that he went up and just manhandled a guy that they thought was a was supposed to be bigger because this guy is a beast. Um, a lot of people didn't see that, but hopefully now they know. I know a lot of people are going to take away credit. You know, oh, Jeff uh, Horn wasn't any good, blah, blah, blah. But Crawford put in that work. He showed that he was a stronger fighter. He went up, showed that he was way stronger than Jeff Horn. It wasn't none of that clutching stuff because he couldn't do it. Um, he showed that he had pop still. Seemed like he, he's getting stronger. You know, some people were worried about him going up, that he's, he's not going to be able to carry that pop. The pop is there. And it might be more pop because he had a big guy that he gave him a beating. He didn't knock him out, knocked him down, but he gave him a beating. And that's what I like to see. Uh, Janelle, man, you over there in the UK, you thought it was going to be a better fight. Uh, how did you How did you feel after you saw the fight? Uh, you, you know, I know you weren't sold. You're not all the way still. You're probably still not all the way sold on uh, Crawford. But did this get you closer to acknowledging that? that this guy Crawford is the real deal. I did acknowledge it. I didn't think, I mean, going to the fight, I had him as pound by number one, in my opinion. So how did I discredit him? I mean, I wouldn't have a guy number one on my list even before last night if I didn't, if I didn't acknowledge him as being a really good boxer, you know what I mean? But first, I'd like to say one thing. Right. I would like say that, that Bob, uh, Bob Aaron literally shitted on Bud Crawford. I mean, to have his pound pound best fighter in the world in my eyes fighting on an app and not on and not on television or worldwide on an app, that was a complete slap in the face to Bud Crawford. I mean if I was him I'd be trying to get out of that contract from top rank as soon as I can and and, and, and go elsewhere because uh that was sucky promotion right there. That was just terrible. Um but uh back to the fight itself, um hey hey Bud really surprised me. I'm not I mean, that fight was, um, I remember what Timothy Bradley called, I think it was the fourth, I think he called it, about how the fight looked similar to the Mayweather-Ricky Hatton fight. And and before he called it, that's exactly what I was thinking, too. I was like, this looks exactly like a Ricky Hatton and Floyd Mayweather. All Ricky Hatton was doing was just coming forward, coming forward, and Floyd just kept catching him as he coming in and, and just setting him up with traps and stuff and, and things like that. And I was like, uh, I mean, it was surprising that Bud did have more power than him. He, um, He had a lot more power than Horn Horn. Horn seemed like he just didn't, like, really – I don't know if he probably underestimated a, a Terrence Crawford thing on the guy didn't have any power at all. But whatever it was, I mean, I mean, uh, he um, um he got a rude awakening last night. He definitely was a rude awakening. But um, uh, Jeff Horn could take a beating also. I got to say that as well. I mean, Bud was tattooing him with some serious shots. And, and, and uh, he took some shots. I mean, he took a hellacious beating. And he just kept coming forward. Until like later on, he started he started backing off a bit, but still he was standing and, and took a thrashing. But uh, like I said, I don't discredit him. Uh, uh, Horn is a good boxer. I'm not saying actually he, he was terrible because he still is a good boxer. But uh, uh, Terrence Crawford is on a whole nother level, and uh, pound pound he's definitely one in my eyes. And uh, he's got some. Uh, I think that performance last night put Spence and Thurman on notice, and those guys really got to like hey. Hey, this guy uh, probably matches me in strength, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how this is gonna play out. There's no welterweight division right now, because it's it's getting pretty exciting. So, have you changed your team on this welterweight division? I know, like last time, see you 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 were riding the fence. You're right. You you weren't really killing him, but you were also not giving him his full respect, saying stuff like 147. These guys are gonna no, be I, too big. He I, can I beat them. You'd be like, he can beat them. I gave him respect. <laughs> You see, you see, that's strange. Okay, look, I still predict him to win regardless. It's like when you mm-hmm. said about how, um, and I was the only, I was the only one that said that uh, Ortiz was going to compete with Wilder. He was going to make it a hell of a fight, and y'all was like, no, nah, no, nah, it's going to be a one-sided blowout, and let it, it's not much. And and then you saw the fight, 
and it was a really good fight. And then other uh, uh, comment afterwards, hey, but the guy picked still won. Same in this case. I mean, the guy picked still won. I never said Crawford was going to lose this fight. I mean, at Wells, I say the only guys that have a chance is Thurman and Spence. But and that's vice versa. He had a good chance on beating those guys as well, as well. So it's like I'm not discrediting them. I'm, I just thought going into that fight, moving up and waiting. Hey, but Bud is a big dude himself. We saw it last night, man. He's a big dude himself. I've always said behind he, uh, he was very, uh, drained a lot of weight to cut to 135 and then, and then 140. And he just thought. I mean, the guy was a pretty big lightweight. He was a very big lightweight. I mean, uh. Well, last time I predicted him to fight was the Paul Stoff fight. But after that fight is when I was sold on Crawford. I told you that numerous times on the show. And I wasn't sold at that time because of the Gamboa fight. I believe that if Gamboa was a natural lightweight, I think Gamboa would have won that fight. You know what I mean? And that's why I feel like he really get sold on Crawford. And that's where, uh, and that's where me and you just, that's where me and you have our, uh, our little spat. Not that you're wrong, not that you're, not that you're way off on anything, but that you know, I'm if you go, like, if somebody owes I'm, you, hold on, hold on, hold on, man, gotta let me talk. If somebody owes you a hundred dollars, right? They, you got a hundred dollars credit with this guy. Say you got a, say you got a weed man. You got a hundred dollars credit. He's supposed to give you a hundred dollars credit. If he only gives you eighty-five dollars credit, yeah, he gave you some credit. But he ain't giving you all your credit. You know, talking about it, it seems like there's something that's holding you back from Crawford. You know he's the best, but there's something, you know. You pick him po you pick posterity. You think you think that you think that yeah, but that's like saying but but what you're saying is, is but I, I got a question for you. Okay. Last week you said Hey, these guys are going to be a problem because he's not going to be stronger. He's not going to be as strong as these 147-pounders. After last night, has anything changed in your uh, in, in the way that you see uh, Terrence Bud Crawford out here in the 147th division? I just told you that um, I believe that, that suspension Thurman is on is on notice, and they're really going to take him seriously now. And they're really going to see that this guy has something seriously to be played with at my weight class. I just I just mentioned that. I'm just so saying, it's like, oh, let's see how he now. reacts. To I'm not told you, like I said before, I, uh, let's see how he reacts to when Thurman and Spence lands a good shot on him. Uh, let's see how he reacts to those kind of uh, uh, power punches. But again, I mean, no matter what happens, if he wins, loses, or beats those guys, it's going to be a hell of a fight, either way. It's going to be a hell of a fight. So it's like, uh, yeah, at Welts weight, he's a serious problem at Welts weight. He is. He's pound by number one in my eyes. How is I discrediting him? He's the best fight in the world in my eyes. So, so, so how am I discredited? How I, how I don't like him or something? I don't understand where you're getting this from. I just told the whole fuck off. Well, like, you, you said we got to do so. That Gamble, so like, to give credit, right, but to give credit is to give full credit. You still have to see. So if I still have to see, that means I don't believe. No, no. But you've got to cheer. I don't know. I, if I've got to see, I how are you going to take a punch? I could give him full credit. I gave him full credit. I'm just saying, okay, now Spencer Thurman are uh, not no pushovers. And neither is Terrence Crawford. It's hard to pick a winner out of either one of those fights. You know what I'm saying? So, 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 so hey, it's not, it's, not, it's not not giving him his credit. I'm just saying, those guys need nothing to play with either. It's going to be a hell of a fight either way it goes. So it's like, okay, I'm soloing him at 147. Right, but let's see how that fight reacts. Let's see how he reacts when he gets hit by those guys. I'm not saying that he's not a problem at, at, at Walter Wade. I mean, it's just going to, I mean, I'm, I'm just looking forward to these fights, man. Of, of Keith Thurman coming back, or so he says, but uh, <laughs> uh, let's see how it goes with uh, Thurman, Spence, Crawford, uh, Danny Garcia, not anything really uh, at Walter Wade in my eyes. But uh, it'll still make a good fight for more. So we got Porter uh, no, coming up. I like Porter. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely, man. You know, I just like to give you a hard time, man. Like I said, you did pick him. I mean, you did. You picked the unanimous. Uh, unlike a Wilder Ortiz, I picked the knockout. So there was a difference between what you were trying to say. Uh, I picked the correct call, and as I did, I think I picked yeah. the tenth round. I'm not a hundred percent. Picked the tenth round knockout. Told you that the boy Terrence was a dog. Now, there's another guy on the line. One of our, uh, one of the new fan favorites. Um, a guy, uh, man, 
I forgot the name of the show, man, and forgive me. Uh, and I was just listening to it. Uh, relatively, relatively fat and black by my man JP. Uh, he broke down the fights last night. Uh, uh, he broke down last night's fights a little earlier today. Uh, I got to listen to it. And uh, I remember, you know, him too, he was a sort of like this guy who didn't want to give Crawford all his credit for some reason, you know. It's a strange thing. Um, but we don't go to my man, we don't go to the next place. To my man, JP. JP, man, uh, excellent show last night. Like I said, you got the chops, bro. Uh, you know. Uh, I got to hear the first part of the show before before I got on the plane, man. But a, a good show. As not that wasn't last night. That was earlier today. So a good show today, man. Um, I know how you saw the fight, but go ahead and explain to the people uh, how you uh, how you saw the fight last night and how you're willing to give this man his full credit, unlike uh, Janelle is willing to do. Uh, yeah, man. I was happily surprised. I. I I thought Terrence Crawford was good, right? We all thought that. I, I gave him that confirmation after the Victor post-off fight. But I thought, like, you know, I was drawing parallels of when Mayweather fought Castillo and and uh, Zab Judah versus Kostya Zoo and guys who are moving up, fighting these guys maybe a little bit too soon, you feel me? Like um, Lomachenko, Orlando Salido, or maybe even – Adrian Bruno, Marcos Maidana. All these step-up fights for these guys that are going up in weight divisions pretty fast and they're a hot commodity, and then boom, someone derails their trajectory. And I thought Jeff Horn was going to be that for Terrence Crawford. I thought Jeff Horn was going to be a big-body, tough, solid competitor. I thought that uh, Terrence Crawford's power might not go up with him, and he might not be able to – detour Jeff Horn. He might not be able to discourage Jeff Horn from coming forward and doing whatever he wants to do. But I was wrong about everything. And I have to ask the question, just how good is Terrence Crawford? You know, Terrence Crawford looked sharp last night. And I'm talking about sharp, sharp. And and was able to do whatever he wanted to do. You know what I mean? For the most part, was able to do whatever he wanted to do. And um, I, I thought Terrence came into the fight with a certain air of confidence to him, you know, that you, you, you seldomly see. And uh, I did have the ESPN Plus package, the ESPN Plus app. All it is is I had the ESPN, ESPN app on my phone already. When you open the app, you just click on the fight. It's going to be like on one of the feature icons. It asks you to put in the, um, the credentials. A friend of mine had bought it. I put in, he sent me the credentials, boom. Uh, it was nice, man, for those of you guys who didn't get I know a lot of people trying to resist and fight against this movement. But let me tell you, man, look, what are we going to do? What if they say all Vasil Lomachenko and Terrence Crawford fights are exclusively going to be on ESPN Plus? What you going to do? You going to have to get it, or you going to have to know somebody who's going to let you borrow their credentials? Because you got to see these guys fight. And it was very, very, very convenient. It was really nice having the, the, the portability. You know, I'm, I'm looking at the fight on my phone, and I'm still able to watch the last rounds of Charlo Trout. And so it was, it, was, it was pretty cool, to be honest with you. It was pretty cool. Now, would I pay for it? I don't know. But uh, like uh, Janelle was saying, like you guys are both saying, the 147 division is on full alert. I, uh, I didn't think Terrence could be as good as he is at 147. I now, after last night's fight, I got Terrence probably Hey, JP. JP, I think you, you're yeah. breaking up a little bit, man. I think that, you got the West Coast of uh, Puerto Rican Boost Mobile. Yeah, we hear you now. No, I, I'm good. No, but after last night, man, I got Terrence beating them all, man. I got Terrence beating them all at 147, even the arrow. I think to get into Terrence, you, you got to, you know, that guy hitting you with all, all he has the whole package of punches. He had the sharp jab last night. He had the lead left hook. And that's something we'll talk about when we break down Charlo and Trout. You know, Terrence has the whole package, man, and um, he don't lack for nothing. I don't see nothing he lacks. And he got that mean streak. He got that seldom seen, and I talked about it on my pod. It's seldom seen in black fighters, this just natural mean streak. Like, you know, as far as goofy and gee golly, gee whiz as Gennady Golovkin is, we all know this, that, that mean streak in him. And Terrence got that. 
And so it's, it's really refreshing. It's cool to see, man. No, definitely. It is. Terrence Crawford is refreshing, but the thing is, he's been refreshing. You niggas is just now, just now on it. This guy's been refreshing. He's been the real deal, and I'm glad that you're uh, you're able to give his man the full credit. Like you know, like a lot of people, you're giving him his credit, but not that full credit that he deserves. And last night he proved it. Like you said, he just watched the guy that was too big for an all-time great. Now Manny Pacquiao was was also almost washed. You know what I'm saying? He was in the rent cycle, so. I'm not going to give, we're not giving, we're not saying Jeff Horn beat a prime uh, Manny Pacquiao, but he's a big dude in there and he can box and he will give a lot of these other guys problems, but he just got demoralized. Uh, he might not ever be the same again. So we'll see, man. Uh, with the ESPN app, um, a little later on, you know, once our friendship becomes stronger, JP, I might reach out to you and, and bless you with this, uh, with this um with this website that me and RC use because I was I was moving around in Detroit watching watching the fight on my phone uh, no subscription needed and speaking of credit now I know you got a partner you shouted them out on the thing but don't give them too much credit because there was the free subscription so he might have not have paid he he gave you he gave you a little uh, he, he let y'all taste it but it might have been free so don't give him that uh, that that full credit that you give him Bud Crawford. He might have not have paid that four ninety nine. He probably just gave y'all that free, and then if you try to use it next week, it ain't gonna work. Oh, it's not. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Hey, and I'm glad you got to call in, man. Uh, like I said, y'all listen to uh, y'all look out for that uh, relatively fat and black podcast by my man JP out here uh, on uh, iTunes and Blog Talk. Use uh, it's, it's it's good stuff broke down the fights, like I said earlier today. I think he was excited, as we all were, for these fights. Um, but let's... Uh, let's was JP saying something? You saying something, JP? What are you coughing? Okay, he's gone. Maybe I'm gone. All right, so, uh, yeah, man, so, like I said, wrap that up. Excellent win by Jeff, uh, by Terrence Crawford over over Horn, uh, Bud Crawford again proving that he is the best in the world. Like I said a couple of shows ago, I had Lomachenko number one. Just to be fair, just to keep it real, uh, Lomachenko has been whooping boys. He got that third uh, title, and I think that career-wise, uh, for what he's been doing the last couple of years, that he had best for Crawford by a little bit. Bud Crawford said, nah, I'm going to watch this guy. We're not going to have a tough fight. I'm going to watch him. And I'm going to prove that I'm probably the best at 147, and, and we'll see real soon. But before we stop talking about Terrence Crawford, a good thing that was mentioned on uh, JP's podcast was, who, I'm sorry, I got out of there before, who, the fight. While those guys on the other side go ahead and wait, not fight them at all. They've got a lot of PVC in them boys. They got a lot of uh, 147 guys over there. They can fight. They can fight each other, and they don't have to worry about Terrence. I don't know. Uh, I, I'm not even sure how many 147 guys are over there at, at top rank that are, are, are really worth it. Then, you know. Uh, so, JP, man. Um, how, what do you think? What do you see in the future for uh, Terrence Crawford? Do you think he has a? Do you think we're gonna see these big fights, Spence, uh, Port, uh, Porter, uh, Garcia? Do you think we're gonna see in these big, big fights uh, anytime soon? No, I don't. I mean, if if I'm Al Heyman or any of those dudes at PBC or Showtime, what what, what am I gonna rush any of my commodities into this guy that could? potentially beat all of my guys. And that guy on the other side of the fence doesn't have anyone to fight. Who's going to fight? Lucas Matisse and Saddam Ali and whoever else they can dig up. You know what I mean? You go ahead and stall him out. You let the merry-go-round over here with Errol and um, Garcia and Porter and Thurman, and you keep that thing rolling around for quite some time. We've seen them do that merry-go-round for about four years as it is. 
And so you could keep that going around and Terrence would just be over there kind of wallowing in his own pool alone uh, until someone comes alone. They, I've heard some talks of Jose Benavidez. Eventually they'll likely get desperate and, you know, maybe send Terrence up the ladder somewhere. But at 147, he's going to be over there all by himself. What does he have, the IBF? I think he has, like, the IBF belt. I'm not sure. But uh, Terrence is going to be over there. He has nobody to play with. So, I don't know. Uh, he has a great, great, great promotion in uh, Bob Aaron. I think he got under our what to do with him. I think uh, he has a great trajectory. He has a lot of momentum. He has a lot of potential star power. I think Terrence could possibly be, if he could get the matchup, a star, a pay-per-view star. Because he brings that sauce, we like to see that, that mean streak. He coming to get you. And so he could be that guy that he going to see. But he just doesn't have nobody to fight over there at uh, HBO. That definitely. Were you asking what does uh, Terrence Crawford, what belt he has? Say it again? Yeah. I was asking, you asked about uh, if somebody had the IBF belt. I couldn't really hear you. Um yeah, what, what belt does Terrence have? What does he have, IBA? Yeah, the WBO. So he won the WBO last night. WBO, okay. So, yeah, and then uh, Danny and Sean, they're what are they, they fight for a couple of them. So, I don't know, Errol. So, yeah, all the belts are over across the street, man. So, I don't yeah, know what, it, I don't know what Terrence is going to do. Yeah, we're going to see, man. uh yeah, they're all over there. So uh, let's go, Janelle. Janelle, man, what do you see going on with Crawford, man? Uh, you see him making these big fights anytime soon? Or uh, is he going to be stuck in the in the crossroads? Um, it's off the Bob Adam. I know Terrence Crawford definitely wants it. He seems like he wants it, but I know how. But you know how Bob Adam be. Bob Adam like keep that in house. And uh, um, it's just. Uh, it's all the Bob Adam, man. I, I mean, you never know with that Bob Adam. I mean, he's, I mean, you know, he's a real dirtbag. But you know what I mean? If it, if it was Terrence Crawford's call, he'll fight them all right now. But I, I, I guarantee you, man, his next fight, he would want Spence. He would want Thurman's very next fight. If it was up to him, but it's not up to him. I mean, boxing is so fucking political, man. It's so much politics involved in this sport. It's so many different promotions, so many different belts, it's so many different promoters. I mean, really, the fighter has really no control, really. Unless that fight is on his own, like how Mayweather was, you know. But uh, it's it all Bob Arum. It's his call. Yeah, I I agree with you on that. I I personally think that the Spence Crawford fight will happen, and it'll happen pretty soon. And it's just because the character of uh of those guys. You know, will they fight Porter or? Well, I understand um, that. I understand that, but again, you gotta know that it's not in those guys' hands. It's in that promoter's hands. And that's got to acknowledge. No, it, it is. You know what I mean? It, it, it definitely is, but these guys can, uh, yeah, no, these guys have a lot to say, but like you said, it is in their, it is in their hands. But these guys, are, to, to make the big money, those are going to be the big money fights. Um, you know, who is Spence going to fight? The Charlo Brothers after a while? He's going to, after, after Thurman or, or Porter or Garcia, that, you know, those guys are gonna, aren't going to be big money fights here in a little bit. So I think it's going to have to happen. Um, but like like you said, it's up to AM. It's up to the promotion. It's up to uh, Al, uh, Bob, and Al. But, they, but, yeah, so we'll see how that goes, man. But let's go ahead. Um, I don't know. Before we get to the, uh, the other cards, um, I don't know if – no, no, let's talk about that. Let's talk about this UK car before we get to the, uh, the other car. I don't know if you saw it since you're over there, Janelle. I don't know if you got to witness any of uh, that fight at all. Um, Fury making a comeback. Oh, thank you, Fury. He came, yeah, he came back to, like, his, his uh, promotion music was, uh, before he started his return to the Mac, he had, like, this remix of Because I Got High. It was like, uh, I was going to be on time, or I was going to do something about boxing because I got high. I was going to beat Vitaly, but I got high. It was something like that, like this little remix he had. They were wild out there. This boy, is a, this boy Fury is a fool. Uh, he came out beat up this little guy. He, he sort of looked whack. 
he sort of looked like he'd be washed. I don't I, he, he, like he'd be beat up by any of the top heavyweights. He didn't look good, but he's been off for a long time. Did you see any of that over there? Uh, at all this weekend? Yeah, I mean, fight it, I mean, it was nothing to clamor over. I think Fury. I mean, it wasn't nothing uh, too exciting to clamor over. I mean, I mean, the fight was nothing that people can see while this AJ will be watching. They go, oh my God, I don't want to fight this guy. But, you know, I mean, it was nothing like that. But, but after all that said, I think Texas Fury does pull the threat to those guys. Because for a big guy, he does move pretty well. And he can have a big enough ring. And uh, he could really, uh, he could really, he could really uh, do some things. You know, but that fight wasn't anything spectacular last night at all. You know? No, no, it definitely wasn't. And also, the guy, he, and also the guy he was fighting too was nobody. He was bum. You know, I mean, he wasn't even a skilled bum to bum. You know what I mean? A little bum. You know I mean? Yeah, he was. He was a little bum. But not only uh, that. Now that fight wasn't good. But the fight before that, it was uh, Maurice Hooker fighting. Uh, what was the guy's name? Flanagan. They fighting Flanagan for the junior welterweight for one of uh, Bud's old. Old belt. Uh, that was a good ass fight. I don't know if you caught that one. Uh, Hooker went over there. No, I didn't catch that one. And, I didn't catch that one. Uh, Hooker, yeah, Hooker went over there, and gave them in that work, and beat them for uh, beat them over there. I think Hooker was probably the underdog. Uh, he's an undefeated cat. Uh, yeah, it was a good fight, man. Uh, I recommend you check it out. And this man, uh, Hooker versus Again, that was on that, uh, that app that I, me and RCB watching, so we're out there. I'm watching free boxing. Uh, JP, man, did you get to check out the theory at all this weekend? Were you interested in that? Uh, man, I looked at it for a few rounds, man. It was embarrassing. You know, just a complete sham of the video. I don't know. Why don't we just see Tyson Fury a check? Because that was less than a sparring match. Uh, it was embarrassing. Uh, I, I don't understand what the hell you did. You know, I really don't have that much to say about this. Hey, I feel you. Hey, well, we'll leave it at that. Hey, I feel him on that. It was. It looked like I was entertained. You know, I'd say I was I was entertained, but it wasn't any good boxing going on. It didn't look like a top heavyweight was boxing. It didn't look like anybody that was worth the damn was boxing last night. So, you know. And he was, and that was, he was fighting a guy that was half his size, so that was sort of crazy. But he did make me laugh. He did have me watching, uh, so I had to talk about it. Uh, but let's go to the other side, man. Um, some easy work that we saw was going to go in at the first fight. Uh, Jamel, uh, Jamel Charlo. Fighting, putting his uh, belt on line against uh, Austin Trout in the uh, junior uh, middleweight division. Um, I don't know how I see this fight because I thought it should have been an easier fight for Charlo to me. But Austin Trout is a bet the game. You know, so it's hard to say because uh, I, I predicted the knockout. He knocked him down two times. He was hitting him a couple of times. Trout was doing a lot of he was he was running, but he was also hitting him too. It was a it was an all right fight, sort of similar to how fight uh, how Trout fights all these young guys that he fights uh, uh, with with a uh, big guy. What's the big guy's name? Heard and uh, Big Maul Charlo. You know he was sort of he was he was hanging with these guys because he's a better boxer. He's a skilled vet. Last night, out of all those guys, besides Hurd getting the knockout, um, because he's just so big and strong, uh, Jamel Charlo looked the best out of all those guys that fought uh, that fought Trout. Um, all the young guys, uh, uh, even even included Canelo. So even though he didn't get the knockout, uh, it was a good win. There might have been a few. It, it, to me, it seems like he was getting hit a few uh, more times than I wanted him to. But, like I said, we are talking uh, Austin Trout, man. Uh, Janelle, did you get to check that fight out? How'd you see it? Um, I think you had yeah, a unanimous decision. Yeah, 
our child is, our, our, our child is a husband, and that's no doubt. <laughs> um, the guy needs to call it quick. I mean, there's some young guns out there right now. I mean, him and Laura, I mean, they had that time, you know. It's it, it's time for Charlo Heard. It's those guys' time now. I mean, uh, Charlo is just not the guy he was when he beat Canelo. Oh, I thought he beat Canelo. I mean, times have passed by, man. A boxing takes a toll on your body. I mean, you lose a step, and these new kids come in, and they're younger, faster, stronger, and they're as good as you were, or as good as you used to be. And uh, and Chow didn't seem like he really wanted to engage too much in that fight. It seemed like he just knew that, okay, this fight is basically over. I mean, it's just sad seeing guys go like that. It's just sad that guys only, and it's always happening in boxing. And Chow's going to fight again. He's going to fight again. He's going to try to get a rematch with Hurd or something. Uh, we met some guys out there, and and I'm getting beat. Even worse, it's like when Shane just kept fighting and kept fighting. It's like, come on, Shane, hang it up. Or even Roy Jones, guys that were phenomenal in their primes, but you've seen these guys losing to guys that they would have be, uh, probably beaten in their primes. I mean, I hope he just calls a quit as soon as possible. Him and Laura, because it was sad. <laughs> Damn. Man, yeah, I, uh, I don't know. He's 32 years old. I don't think he needs to call it quits. He was you know, he's just giving I mean, yeah, that young guy a little work in, in the line, man. Say that again? Well, he's not elite. He's not going to be elite again. He's not ever going to no, be no, no, he's not. at top of the food chain. No, no. Yeah, he's not elite. That was it. He's, uh, hopefully he doesn't get any more t- uh, title chances. I don't even know how he got that one. But uh, did, did Charlo look good to you? Did you, you see anything? That you didn't like, what uh how do you how do you grade his performance out there? If he fights that way against Hurd, he's gonna lose. But again, um you fight to the level of the guys that you're fighting. And and Trout at this point is not elite level, so I mean, uh, that's why Charlo formed the way he did, I guess. But um uh, going forward, you know, he has to try to fight a different way if, he, if he's if he's gonna get in the ring with Hurd. Hurd's a big dude. He's not that skilled, but he's big in hell. And he put that pressure on you. But come second half of the fight, I mean, he basically, oh, your body just can't react anymore. And his business, uh, he's big, he's strong. He, he takes a real good punch. You know, you got to just play outside game and beat him, I guess. But Charlo, that's not really his style, really, you know. So, I mean, it's, it's an interesting fight. And this is what's good about boxing right now. I, I mean, name, uh, we just spoke about welterweight division, spoke about heavyweight division. And now we spoke about, about 154 division. You got a real big good fight coming up, and that's Charlo Heard. I would love to see it. And uh, hey, boxing's on the rise, man. I'm loving it. No, it, it definitely is. Um, I think what we did get to see last night is that uh, Mel, although he's great, he's a good athletic talent. He's gonna be very good. He's not. He's not there. He's not that elite guy. Uh, yet we got to see it in Terrence Crawford. Um, the way Terrence Crawford wasn't smothering his punches, uh, Mel should have got uh, got Austin Trout out of there a couple of times, but he was jumping in and great, getting too close and just smothering himself. I mean, on the, um, same, on the same learn. note, on the same note, it's kind of hard knocking out a guy who's not really fighting back. It's just not. It's like a Porter Broner. Auburn, uh, uh, I'll was clinching his ass off. It's just difficult to fight somebody that's not fighting back. It's not always easy. Yeah. Yeah, but he was hitting them, and he was just, to me, it seems like all he had to do was take, like, a half a step back, and he would get more, and he would be able to hit him a little harder than he was. But that's just me. I mean, you're right. Uh, uh, Trout wasn't uh, just trying to go out there and go toe-to-toe. He was he was in this defensive stance. And like I said, you know, it was, uh, it was an all right fight. I'm gonna give uh, I'm gonna give Charlo a B plus. Uh, like I said, he got hit a few a few more times than I wanted him to, and I think he could have got him out of there. But Trout is a vet, and you know Charlo's still learning in the game. So uh, let's go back to JP. JP, how'd you see that fight, man? You were talking about that uh, that left hook a little earlier. Yeah, man, and it kind of uh, kind of piggybacking off what you guys had to say is. Um, you know, you felt like Charlo could have given himself, you know, a half a step back and could have had more. Hey, hold on, JP. Hey, hey, hold on. Hold on, JP. Hey, uh, Janelle, can you hear JP? 
Yeah. That's you, Will. Can you hear him? Yeah, I hear him loud and clear. That's you, Will. Okay, all right. All right, cool. But you don't go, man. That's probably so I thought it might be my side. All right, man. Go ahead, JT. My bad. Yeah, like you guys were uh, saying, um, a half a step back or some slight adjustment to um, be able to get those punches in more flush. But I think that is not so much a discredit to Jamel. I think it's a, a tip of the hat to Austin Trout. Um, Austin Trout, I think Jamel was on his game. I think, but I, I do have one concern about Jamel's offensive game. And that is that it's the same every time. And I think both of the, the Charlos are very fundamental in this way. And this, uh, I, I guess it's not a huge problem, but for a educated, savvy-ass dude like Austin Trout, you're going to have to have more methods of attack. And what you've seen with both Charlos is they both lead with the jab every time. Now, that's what we're taught. That's fundamental boxing. But they're going to double up on the jab, and here comes the right-hand bomb. Now, uh, Jamel, he was trying to do it. Now, the, the, the right hand is going to either come overhand in a straight or across, or it could come underhand like he got Lubin with. And you've seen him try it, uh, all the alterations of it last night. But Austin Trout, from uh, his, his, his upper waist movement, his upper body movement is just wonderful, man. I mean, that's what you should teach people. And he's able to evade and slip and slide just enough to take – the full impact of the punch off the punches. And that's just a kudos to Austin Trout. I think it's just a savvy veteran move, a guy who's mastered the skill of, look, I'm, I'm never the strongest guy. I'm never the guy who punches the hardest. So I, I got to do other things. So, and that's what you've seen with, in, in both of the, um, versus both of Charlos. I think it's a good learning lesson for them dudes. You know, um, a guy like Austin Trout, you know, he, he just come from what, what was it? both the Charlo brothers and Hurd. So I don't know nobody doing that in three consecutive fights. So I just want to make sure we, we know that Austin Trout's out here putting in that work, you know, to make his money. That boy working hard for his money. A bit of a throwback in that regard, a throwback fighter. You don't see people, this is like Iron Barkley, you know, on his march to get to Hagler or something like that. But, um, but yeah, just – Tip of the hat to Austin Trout, man. I think he should be noted, but I think Jamel handles him pretty handily. I don't know how we got a majority decision. I don't know how you give Austin, uh, anyone could give Austin the win, but somebody did, obviously. But I think a good a good victory. I think Jamel could have had more, like I said, more uh, variety into how he attacked. He needed to have a lead left hook or even a lead right. But every single time it's just jab, jab, right hand. Um, so I think if he could have like you know feign it and then come with a lead left, feign it, come with the lead the lead right, even a lead uppercut or I mean something to because Austin's basically you know going back in a straight line waiting for it to evade the jab and then slip the right hand. So if you could have did something where you just threw the lead right, you'd have had him right in range where you wanted him because he's leaning to the right to get out the way. So you know just a little little sum there for Jamel. Um, Going for it, I think he's going to be competitive. He's going to make fun fights. He fights aggressive. He has that nasty streak that you like too, you know. So excited to see him in the future. I'm not going to say he's not elite because of what Terrence did. I think it's a uh, he's a different fighter. I think if you put Terrence in there with him, you know this this kid comes a punch. Now we talked about Hurd versus Jamel. Now Hurd said, "Hey, if you fight me like that, you're going to get knocked out." I, I'll tell Jared this: you cannot let Jamel hit you. You know, the Austin didn't get hit flush just about all night. He got roughed up. He got beat up. But he never really took a solid right hand. And one thing we know about Jared Hurd, he's going to take all the right hands you can give him. So I don't think he can fight Jamel Charlo like that either. Because I think Charlo may knock him out if he takes too many of those right hands. So interested to see how that plays out, man. I, I tend to agree with you. I think he he probably knocks out Hurd. Um, yeah, Hurd gets punched way too much, and he's and he's trying to bring the fire every punch pretty much. And that's the thing that he was doing last night, doing a lot of loading up on shots. Um, but like but like you said, I, I'm not saying I'm not. When I say elite, I just mean he's not a top ten pound for pound guy yet. And not that he can't. And like I said, not that he can't get there. I think. Um, 
just a few di- a few other additives, like you said, being able to throw something besides the jab of the one two, the one one two, you know, um, just learning a few different things, being able to take a half a step back sometimes and not smuggle yourself when all the guys doing the thing down to the right. So it's uh, you know, I think he'll get there. I got a lot of love and admiration for these young Charlo brothers. So when I say we, I just mean they're not at the Crawford level yet. But uh, they can't beat them. Like you said, both of these guys, especially uh, both of them are young dogs, and they want it, um, and, they, and they're mean, and they're trying to knock boys out. So uh, we'll get to see. Hopefully we see a lot of those guys, and uh, we'll see a, a lot of those guys in the future. So let's go ahead and get to that, that last, one of the last fights of the night we're going to talk about. King of LA title up for grabs. Um, Abner Morris versus Santa Cruz uh, for the King of LA title. Great fight. This is the rematch. Uh, the fight pretty much, this, this, pretty much how I thought it was going to go. Um, Abner Morris, he, he's in there, he's fighting. But he just doesn't have what it takes on the outside. It's like he, he just—he was just a little slow, a little too short in there. Uh, Santa Cruz uh, showing showing y'all that he still can box. You know, uh, staying on the outside uh, every now and then, giving him the uh, using that jab. It was pretty good fight, man. Like we saw the first fight uh, wasn't as action packed. I think the first fight had like almost 2,000 punches. This one was close, but not there. Uh, excellent fight. Santa Cruz proved that he is the king of LA. Janelle, uh, did you get the, did you get to check that fight out over there? How'd you see it? No, I didn't get to see that fight. I didn't get to see that fight. Okay. Well, you saw the first one, you saw the second one, except it was a little it was a unanimous for Santa Cruz. Let's see, uh I know JP thought about to check it out. JP, how'd you see that fight going? Uh I don't know um, how you had it. Did it go the way you did it go the way you thought it would? I think it went the way everyone thought it would. I don't think anyone thought Abner could do anything to change the outcome of the last fight. I think, it, and that's why it didn't have the like they projected in my estimation, because it went exactly how we thought it would. Um, <laughs> you're the kind of fight exactly what you say you and I like these kind of fights. I think all boxing fans like these kind of fights. And all the other do as well. Um, my only exception to this, when I see guys do these combinations and uppercuts and overhand rights, I kind of want to see somebody get staggered or hurt a little bit to make me know like these punches actually mean something. And with these guys, you just don't see that. Yeah, you get their faces bruised up and stuff like that. But, you know, these guys be landing pretty flush on each other. Good, solid combinations and and move on and get Gary Russell into that, that kind of make that a trinity, if you will. Or maybe even a foursome. You could put Frampton into the mix. You know what I mean? And we'll see. We could see Frampton Abner, and then we could see Gary Russell Cruz. And then whoever wins at Frampton and Abner can fight the winner of Gary Russell Cruz. You know what I mean? But I, I got to see Gary Russell thrown in, the, in this mix somewhere. And I'm interested to see um, kind of how – the powers prevail, so to speak, of Gary Russell versus Leo Santa Cruz. Can can Gary work around the length, and can Leo evade and kind of curtail all the speed of Gary Russell? So I'll, I'll be very interested to see, you know, whose powers prevail in that fight. But that's the interesting factors to me. I'm kind of glad to get Abner Cruz two out the way, so we can move on to some better fights. Yeah, that does sound excellent, and, and I and I think I might be leaning towards Santa Cruz on that, as we saw Gary Russell Jr. get uh, skunked by Lomachenko the their first fight. He just from that point on, I just I just don't know. Even though his last fight he looked great, 
and I think that I'm jumping back on, I don't know, when it comes to Santa Cruz, this, this guy's got it, I like Santa Cruz, um, and he showed that he can be the fastest fighter of boxing in the game. I think, uh, man, I'm about to go catch this flight. I don't know if my man R.C. probably ain't calling, so I think we're going to wrap it up there, man. Put in a good hour in the game. I uh, want to thank my man J.P. Definitely want to thank Jamel from the other side of the car doing the same for calling in. Uh, great, great week of fights. Starting with Hooker. Uh, winning uh, one of, I forgot what belt that was, but winning a belt over there in the UK. One of Burns Jones belts. Uh, Tyson Fury selling out wherever the hell he was over there in the UK. Picking uh, it up, but also picking up the game in the same I didn't watch the De La Hoya fight. I don't even know how that, how that went, but I'm sure it was all right. Uh, Austin tried losing to Char- to Mel Charlo, Mel doing his thing. King of LA being crowned once again. Santa Cruz showing that he is the man. And Bud Terrence Crawford, Terrence Bud Crawford, going to one forty seven. And in a lot of people eyes proving that he is the best in the game. Great weekend of boxing. We'll be back on Wednesday. Hopefully my man RC sobered up. He probably had about four to five drinks this weekend, so he might he might be blacked out for two to three weeks. So uh hopefully we get there from RC. Hopefully everything's good with him. Um Again, shout out to JP and Janelle for holding us down. Outside of Boxing Podcast, we'll be back.